Hi, my name is Anne Chisa from the Root of the Sons podcast, and you're listening to Into the Podverse with Tony Doe. Welcome to Into the Podverse with your host, Tony Doe. This is where innovation meets storytelling and challenges transform into opportunities. So join me, Tony Doe, on an auditory journey that unveils the secrets of this burgeoning medium. Uncover the hidden gems of podcasting from my perspective and with exclusive interviews from the masters of the podverse. Growing up without visible role models on the scientific field, Anne Chisa wanted to create a platform to showcase African scientists and innovators globally challenging the stereotypical narrative of what a scientist looks like. So the main reason why I started the Root of the Science podcast was because I'm a scientist by profession, by training. Um education. And um, the further I went into my scientific journey, the more I had this lingering question of, so what? I wanted to know what happens to the science and the research that we're actually doing. How does it have that societal impact? And another aspect of why I started the podcast was because growing up, um, I didn't have visible role models of people who looked like me, who were scientists. In fact, even me being a scientist is pretty shocking to me. I think 10-year-old Anne would be quite surprised. Growing up, I wanted to do, actually wanted to be a lawyer or a DJ. So this is something that I kind of stumbled into. And it was because... Um, I didn't have visible role models. I watched law shows and I was like, oh my goodness, I want to be a lawyer. I watched Boston Legal. I watched Suits. So basically the, the other reason that I started this podcast was to have a platform where we can showcase visible role models of African scientists and innovators across the globe so that a young person can see themselves because there's a stereotypical narrative of what a scientist looks like. And it's typically not of, of an African. It's typically of an old white male from the West. But Africans are actually doing really amazing things and they just need that platform to be amplified. So that was one of the, the main reasons. And, um, and podcasting sort of just happened um, podcasting, which then later turned into me being a science communicator was, I was thinking, how can I do it? And how can I amplify people, um, who are doing really amazing work? How can I showcase the so what and have the science, um, accessible to everyone? So it came through podcasting, having really amazing conversations with people. And then I stumbled into a career called science communication, which has now become a passion. As the podcast approaches its fourth year, 
and Chisa reflects on the unexpected journey now having reached 137 episodes and interviewed over 140 individuals across the globe. Anne acknowledges the growth of the podcast and herself, emphasizing the importance of expanding her team to fulfill the vision of showcasing African scientists and innovators. So I initially started this podcast in 2020 during the pandemic. So it's we're going on to our fourth year, which is absolutely crazy for me because I don't know when I started it, I never expected that um, we'll be here. We are on 137 episodes. And in those 137 episodes, we've, well, me, I've probably spoken to, over 40, 140 people, um, Africans across the globe who are just doing really amazing things in it as well. I've grown from not being the only person who's behind this um, engine of the Root of the Science podcast, but I've been able to expand my team because I realized that in order for this vision to work, it has to be bigger than it just being about me. And I'm so grateful for my team who helped push um, this vision in various aspects. Anne emphasizes the significance of being recognized by other prominent podcasts that view her platform as a significant space for Africans in STEM science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. These achievements validate her efforts and reinforce the impact and importance of the podcast. Some of my standout moments, I think, will be winning awards and getting recognition. Um, I'm grateful to say that this podcast is a multi-award winning podcast, particularly in the science and innovation um, category, both locally um, in South Africa, where I'm based currently, and also continentally abroad, um, internationally, you know, I think those are some of the standout moments and also being recognized by other huge podcasts who see us as the, the platform for Africans in STEM. I think that just made it seem like, okay, you know what, I am doing the right thing. And this thing is actually pretty amazing. Four years ago, as she started, there was a prevailing preference for visual content on platforms like YouTube, and the idea of podcasts was met with confusion. Overcoming this initial lack of understanding, Anne mentions the difficulty in gaining listeners in the early stages, with people questioning why she wasn't on YouTube. I think there are some challenges, of course, in reaching an audience. Um, when I started doing this, everybody was asking me, um, why am I not on YouTube yet? Is it, is this a visual thing? So initially in the beginning, people didn't really understand podcasts. I mean, this is four years ago. What is a podcast? Everybody was all about vlogging on YouTube, but thankfully the tide is turning and podcasting is being seen as a medium where, um, 
that people are actively engaged in. So initially it was a bit difficult getting people to listen to the show. Um, and I think any podcaster will tell you in the very beginning, you should be happy with the, I don't know, <laughs> 30 listeners. And I loved it. I loved seeing my audience grow. I understood from the get-go and I still understand from the get-go that this podcast for me is a slow burn. It's got such a bigger goal than it being a viral sensation that might come and go. So there are some challenges with um with getting podcasts, especially, I mean, in the African context, data is a problem. So people accessing this is a bit of a problem. You know, listening to a 30-minute podcast on data, where data is pretty expensive, um, is a challenge. And, you know, so so I'm grateful for the people and the audiences that I have um, here in Africa and, of course, abroad. Anchisa explains the primary goal of the Root of the Science podcast, and that is to create a space where complex scientific topics can be explained in a way that engages a broad audience. So the main reason why I started this podcast was also to, to have a place where complex scientific topics um, can be explained in a in a manner that a wide audience um, could, you know, engage in it. So that's why this is not too technical. It's a very conversational um, podcast. The idea is that this should be for anyone. This should be, this, this podcast is not only for people who are in sciences, but the idea is to have um, the people who are doing the researchers the research rather in their own words, explain what they're doing, you know, and who better than to hear it from the horse's mouth? Because sometimes I think some nuances get lost in writing. And I think I love listening to researchers or innovators talk about their research, their projects, because you can hear that excitement. And the way that I do it is that we first start to to understand why they actually did this in the beginning. So hence why the podcast is called The Root of the Science. I want to understand how you got there. And then in that, the conversation changes to 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 be like, okay, tell me about what you were doing. And then they explain it. And then I'm able to ask questions that I would like to think everybody who might not be in that field would like to know. And in that, it's also the so what. So how does this affect the everyday person? So it's not just a technical, it's not a technical show as such, but in it not being technical, it doesn't mean that the important facts and nuances are lost. So I'm grateful that with my um, audiences, we have a, com I mean, with my guests, we have a conversation where we tell them and we tell them this is how we, we will we would like the conversation to flow and that's where the 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 questions come in because they're able to have an understanding of where we're going and how we're driving this conversation Anne acknowledges the diversity in the reasons people enter scientific fields using relatable narratives such as the common aspiration of African parents for their children to become doctors. So the reason why the, 
this podcast is called The Root of the Science was that I also wanted to show that scientists are also more than just the people who they are in the field, the people who are they are in the labs or whatever, the way that they do their science. So I have um, a section where we talk specifically about the wonderful work that they do away from the scientists, from being a scientist. So for example, you can be an astrophysicist, but you're a fantastic baker. So I want to showcase that, that we are very, we are more complex. We're not just what you see. And also sharing the personal stories for motivation and inspiration, because that's what sticks with the viewers. That's what makes um, the conversations connect because we all know that any journey it's not easy. And some of the stories and some of the our journeys might be similar in the sense that, like, for example, most African parents wanted their child to be a doctor. So that's how most cases you will hear that, oh, this is why I got into the sciences. But there's also differences. But instead of being a doctor, I did this. And then that's the beauty of it where we can relate. And that's exactly what I want to do. I want the the personal stories allow for that connection and for us to really get to know the person who I am interviewing. Um, I think some of the... I've had many memorable stories. It's really hard to pick one. Uh, it's like choosing your favorite child. But I think in the very beginning... One I one of my favorite stories was with um, a friend of mine. Now, she was a guest. Her name is Kimberly Tommy. She's a biological anthropologist, and she was explaining her work and her research. And um, in the same breath, she's also a science communicator. So when she was explaining her work, she explained it so well that. When my mom, for example, was listening to the story, she was like, oh my goodness, this is so cool. I love this. And then I was like, yeah, that's why I like to do it. And then also one of my other, now who's also a friend, um, she was talking about the use of, um, you know, urine as fertilizers to grow crops and because she's a crop scientist and I had a, a, a listener who was a dancer and they were like oh my goodness like this is this can happen and I realized that in these conversations where somebody who would never had access to this type of information is interested and they get to learn and I was like listen this is why I'm doing what I'm doing because I want these stories and you know to transcend um it's just being about scientists and also have the human element as well it's really been beautiful where also another person at the end where they shared their journey on the podcast her name is Tapoka she shared this beautiful spoken word um poem that she wrote when she was doing her PhD and she was just talking about the struggles of doing a PhD and a postgraduate degree as a whole some of how it took you know, the mental, the mental health aspect. And that's something that people could really resonate with. And it was so personal and was so beautiful. So the stories are many and it's so beautiful that people feel safe enough to tell us their personal stories and to share their personal stories so that somebody is inspired and motivated and can be like, you know what, this person looks like me. Another young African child can be like, this person looks like me. They went through this and here they are and that's also another reason why i do this podcast
and expresses excitement about the vibrant landscape of African science podcasts. Recognizing the diversity of topics and formats, she anticipates the growth of more podcasts in the future, emphasizing the exciting space that African podcasts currently occupy. African podcasts are honestly the moment. It's it's now the moment of where we get to tell our own stories. And I think particularly in STEM and, you know, and science as a whole, it's a really great innovative tool to educate people in various innovative ways, whether it's commentary, whether it's interviews like myself. There's so many people who are doing so many amazing things in various dif- different um, disciplines. So you have people who speak on um science communication and you know what's happening scientific stories there's Ruth Torti in Nigeria then you also have people who speak on um, nuanced topics so like there's somebody who does immunology um, wealth of Okete he's got afroimmunology then you've got uh, he's from Nigeria then you've got um somebody else who might just speak specifically on agriculture and uh there's that's that's Ruth Mbichi she is from Kenya so this is just to name a few then there's organizations like Science DevNet who's doing really amazing things then you have people um who do it as a talk show like Let's Talk Science with Tuli she's from South Africa so it's a really great time um for science for science podcasts to be there, or even the vulnerable scientist as well with Sarah Nyakeri. She's from Kenya and she's doing really amazing things where scientists get to be vulnerable and talk about their journeys as well. So, so many amazing things. And I'm, I'm sure there's going to be many more blooming and I don't know them um, yet, but I'm keen to know more about it. And it just shows that, you know, we're in a very exciting space. Anchisa shares her future aspirations for her show, envisioning it as the Oprah of science. The goal is to expand beyond audio content, venturing into multimedia, including visual and written formats. Future aspirations for the podcast? Well, I'd like to be the Oprah of science. So when you think of science and you think of the root of the science, podcast, the root of the science media, evidently one day where we want to do multimedia content, not only audio, but visual and written um, and create an online platform for that. So when you think of science, um, you think of us. And in the same way, I'd also like this to be an opportunity um, for for other science communicators to have an opportunity using um, the platform that I've now been able to 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 create to also do their own versions of science communication um, for the year ahead in 2024. Exciting stuff! I'm so excited. Last year we did really we had really great series podcast series on various different things. We did STEM Solutions Africa. I have some ideas uh, for exciting series um that are more nuanced but still keeping um the original format as well with just normal conversational uh topics and i'm just excited for future collaborations as well and yeah stay tuned it's a, it's going to be a big year an exciting year
Anchisa offers advice for those aspiring to become podcasters or science communicators. Her advice revolves around starting with what you have, seeking support from experienced individuals, and recognizing and amplifying the outstanding contributions of Africans in various fields. Advice for anyone who wants to become a podcaster or a science communicator, it's very simple. Start. Start where you are with what you have. Sometimes we get so boggled down with having everything in so much order and all the technical technicalities but you can start literally where you are and you can do some really really amazing things um and then grow from there number two i'd also say reach out to people who are doing it send messages ask people for help and people are more than willing to help you um i think a last key message um would be that you know africans are doing some really amazing things um it's just a pity that maybe the amplification of it is not so great but we're doing amazing things and africa is is said to be is is has so much fertile ground and i'm just so privileged to be one of the people who gets to amplify that i'm so grateful that god chose me and my skills um to do that work so watch out and really stay tuned for what's to come there's so many amazing things to come and yeah hey there if you're serious about growing your podcast and reaching a wider audience then listen up did you know that promoting your podcast on radio can take your show to new heights well it's true radio advertising offers a broader reach adds credibility and opens doors to untapped audiences. But I've even got better news for you. Introducing RadioAdspread.com. With the code DOE800, you get access to a free consultation and your very own account manager. They'll guide you through the process, making it easy to start your radio advertising journey. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to expand your podcast's reach and influence. Visit RadioAdspread.com today and use the code DOE800. Your podcast deserves to shine. There's more information in the show notes. Into the Podverse is brought to you by Tony Doe Media and is produced by yours truly. It's available everywhere you get your podcasts. And do be sure to leave us a complimentary note via the links in the description. May the port force be with you.